Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, Glamour and Illusion, Part 2. And before we explore these, this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey is the founder of the Lucis Trust, and Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 <coughs> books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. Each individual is responsible for eradicating glamour and illusion from his life. And in freeing ourselves, we make a major contribution to humanity. We each have to identify our particular glamours. Are glamour and illusion strictly a personal problem, or do they have consequences for the larger society? They do. Uh, When you think about it, each of us, as a human being is struggling with the problem of glamour and illusion unless we're a completely liberated being and there aren't too many of those around and our struggle means that we're contributing to world glamour because as the telephone company says we're all connected on the inner levels of emotion and of thought we do share far more than we realize. We share the power of our thinking. We share the impact of our emotional reactions and desires. And we share the quality of our glamour and illusion. When you think about it, you can probably recall people in your family or in your office or among your friends and acquaintances who have had an ability to kind of infect the whole atmosphere of the group with their particular emotional bias or their idée fixe, which is an illusion, an idea that they can't let go of because it means so much to them, but it's not a completed understanding or a feeling or a desire or a compulsion that's just overwhelming for them or an attitude or a worldview that they hold that injects itself into everything they think and say and do. And that then enters into the family or the workplace or the community. And that's why the world is in the foggy state it is. Yes, I mean, even a family um, 
atmosphere can build up a, a certain thought form around the family and uh, or the level of thinking that goes on in the family and the emotional uh, impact of the to the family environment, all of that um, builds upon the, the the glamours that can can build up and and are shared, as you say, they are shared and passed on because, as we have said before, energy follows and conforms to thought, and therefore it it gets passed around by the uh, thought currents that are constantly. Um, passing through the atmosphere just like radio signals do and uh, so it, it's, it's, um, it's a kind of giant thought form that can be built up in the family if, if one is not careful. It's also um, perhaps on a lower level than thought a desire form. If you um, watch how the media and the world of advertising play upon our desires it's really um, an art that they have mastered to cultivate desire. People who have small children who watch TV know how quickly children react to what they see on TV, and uh, the advertising world has uh, mined that uh, um, community for all it's worth. And uh, all of us succumb to desire to the the material things and the fears and the hopes and dreams that are uh, played up on uh, through the media. Now that we have the internet, we can uh, infect the whole planet, so to speak, with uh, whatever prevailing emotion uh, is going around. Sometimes it can be sympathetic or compassionate. Sometimes it can be fearful or even separative or hateful. But as we learn to recognize how these things are fed, we can begin to detach ourselves from it. But the cultivation of some distance from these um, compelling desires and glamours and illusions is not easy to develop. No, we have to remember that glamours, at least the, the glamours that we're talking about here, is, is not the Hollywood type of glamour. It's, it's a much more subtle and uh, insidious kind of glamour. It's, it's the distortions that creep into our thinking into our way we view the world and uh, it, we tend to uh, see it not as it really is but as we, as we think it is as it's the uh, images that we've been built up or the images that we have uh, been built up by our friends and families and the community around us and those are the ones that we, we tend to uh, uh, buy into what our parents told us <coughs> what right? our teachers and told us that's what we pass on mm -hmm. and uh, so it's it's uh, these distortions uh, last for, for <laughs> forever they just hang on and they keep passed on from generation to generation yeah it's um, it's sometimes difficult to even recognize thinking and desires that we didn't create ourselves but we just sort of inherited them or swam into the pool where they circle around. We like to think that we're in control of our own minds and our own um, uh, wills, but really most of us are more porous than we might realize. And uh, the imprinting begins in very early childhood. I'm not saying that parents are um, bad. 
they themselves have received their imprinting as young children. It's just the nature of being human that we pass on what we receive at a very early age and we look at the world through a certain prism that seems real and correct but when we really examine our prevailing assumptions about life and the world then we might recognize that some of them really don't stand up to the test of the light shining a bright light upon them and that was the contribution of the Buddha to bring light into the world Alice Bailey says that he was the first one to really shatter the world illusion and glamour and that's where the position of the mind the human mind should be doing that is to be a a beacon to shine into the um, into the glamorous astral world and the emotional world and to be able to distinguish the reality behind all the distortion and that's really the function of the mind to be able to do that but not everyone has um, developed that capacity yet because the mind usually works so closely with the emotional nature that it's hard to distinguish the difference or the distinguish the two and so you get uh, thought mm-hmm. forms and emotional forms all combined together and they become a very potent uh, instrument or potent force especially when you're in the grip of some kind of uh, emotion your thinking isn't as clear as it should be uh, when you're overcome by fear or by uh, an overwhelming desire or dread of something, then uh, your thinking isn't uh, functioning at its best level. There is a mantra from the uh, Ageless Wisdom that one, if one can have the presence of mind to remember it, it brings in clarifying light. And it is um, these few words, Let reality govern my every thought and truth be the master of my life. And if you can remember when you're in the midst of a very um, uh, foggy, uh, distorted um, uh, emotional moment, to say that to yourself, let reality govern my every thought and truth be the master of my life, it can awaken the power of the mind to step back from whatever feeling or emotion or glamour one is in and get some distance on it and then one can ask oneself how much of what I am thinking and reacting to is real and how much is just what I think is true because sometimes when you really take a moment to say is this real or am I just assuming something you can begin to see it in from a different angle but it takes a certain amount of uh, <coughs> awareness to be able to step back and mm-hmm. to, to admit that one may be uh, uh, not seeing reality in, in the way it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's too, too often. Uh, I think uh, one is, has the impression that his command of the truth is, mm-hmm. is uh, pretty th- is truthful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's... it's it, this is the way it is, and uh, there is no other way of thinking. And uh, mm-hmm. when you get that kind of ide fix and uh, kind of crystallized thinking, then there's uh, not much left you can do there. And then we're left with a situation like um, 
we have uh, in America at the present time, where I think much of the recent history has been a demonstration of the glamour of what Alice Bailey called a free and independent soul. The idea that we know what freedom is, that we know what other people need, which is our idea of freedom, and that each of us is free as uh, American citizens. That's a major glamour that I think guides this society. It, it shows that um, we think we know what's best for others, and it demonstrates that we believe we are free when, in fact, in many ways, the restriction of civil liberties in recent years shows that we have some work to do on that front. That's a major glamour that uh, drives this society. Every society, every culture is driven by certain glamours. And the people who in those societies who can begin to recognize these glamours can contribute to a more truthful awareness within the society. Another one might be the glamour of devotion, which infects a lot of very good people who are so devoted to their family or their cause or their belief or their teacher or their duty that um, they find it narrows down their worldview and they only see that to which they are devoted. It restricts their view and they become kind of imprisoned by it, even though basically it's a, a, a good intention. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, Glamour and Illusion, Part 2. Uh, we have a great need for donations. Uh, however, many of you have donated, and it's going to guarantee that we'll be on the air for um, a relatively short time anyway, but it is beyond uh, the point in time where we thought we'd have to go off the air. So we do thank you for those donations, but we're far from being out of the woods. We'll, uh, we'll have to just keep on asking you for donations because uh, that's what keeps us on the air. And uh, I think this this time, more than if, for those of you who've uh, been with us for the total eight years that uh, uh, that we will have been on the air when August is, is around, uh, you probably uh, are aware that we haven't really pressed so hard for donations. They've been casually mentioned, but uh, I guess because of the bad economy, uh, uh, people have all been uh, suffering and finding it hard to make ends meet. But those people who did come through, who donated, uh, you have enabled us to stay on the air for several weeks uh, beyond the point uh, of the end of this current uh, contract. And we do thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We love doing these shows. I guess the biggest donation is uh, given by Sarah and Dale, the talents of this show. Uh, they accept no money for it. They do it... Uh, simply because they think it should be done, and I think to them it's even against their grain to accept money for the show. Uh, they do it because they want to, and they feel like they're doing uh, a lot for for people by uh, generating all these thoughts that we hear every week. Uh, so if you want to donate and uh, help us to keep on, uh, we'd, we'd love to get to a point where we can guarantee that we're going to be on another year or two. So if you'd like to make that happen, if, and if you like this show and want to see us continue, please con uh, continue sending those uh, donations to uh, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Trust, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Donations 
should be in the form of a check or money order. And if you need to get in contact with us for any reason whatsoever, uh, give us a call on our toll-free number, one 695 That's one 695 Or the easy way is to easy way to remember it, that is, is one eight six six N Y Lucis. Think of one eight six six New York Lucis Lucis L U C I S. Um uh it's um also important to remember that those donations are tax deductible. I guess our biggest dream is for a corporation or uh some very wealthy individual to underwrite the show and this way we wouldn't have to be concerned with donations. We can just let Sarah and Dale uh, do that full half hour um, uh, on their uh, theme every week. So if there is some cooperation out, out there, well, if you're concerned that you're aligning yourself with some religion, we're not a religion. Uh, I guess the best way to describe it is we lose this trust from what I can tell from having been with them and listened to them and read much of their material by this time. Uh, they're basically into the idea of uh, the individual developing the divinity within one's own being um, and actualizing the highest potential of the divinity within, and, and that's, I guess, developing the right type of consciousness and applying it to behavior. So, once again, uh, uh, if you would like to donate, please do so, and that would help keep us on the air. All of our inner site programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard, once again, www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program would be. And by the way, we have a special offer uh, right now from Lucis Publishing Company. Uh, the book is Ponder on This. That's one of the Alice Bailey books. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. It's available for $19. Um, Free shipping and handling, by the way, if you mention that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. Send check or money order to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's $19. Ask for ponder on this. Check or money order. Send it to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Uh, uh, having listened to the show thus far, I'd like to ask a question, and that is, uh, it's a two-part question, actually. Uh, what are some common, uh, and I think you've um, uh, mentioned a couple of them, but what are some other common illusions and uh, and uh, glamours that people are, uh, maybe a large number of people are immersed in without even being aware of it? And then also another one that might be even a harder question, and I don't know if you can answer it, but if you can, fine. And that is, what would reality be if there were no glamours and illusions? That second uh, question is really interesting. We will answer the first one, too. But the second question, what would reality be if one were free of glamour and illusion? I think reality would reveal the good, the true, and the beautiful that is, in fact, the actual nature of the world in which we live. Anything that dims our realization of the good, the true, and the beautiful is glamour and illusion created by human beings. In other words, the world is made by what we call God, by the One, the Source, the Creator. How could it be anything but perfection? But the process of manifesting that perfection depends upon human beings. 
and human beings being subject to glamour and illusion induce selfishness and separativeness into their um, expression and their behavior on earth and that's why we have a world with problems in it. I think the more awareness we can bring to our tendencies towards selfishness and separativeness, the more we can help eradicate glamour. Do you have anything you want to add to? Well, I think we ask for what is reality. Um, It's really the, at least as far as I understand it, reality is more the, the realm of the soul. It's the the soul on its own plane, as we say, uh, at its own level of being, before it uh, enters into uh, incarnation into a physical body, and uh, that's a whole different kind of realm. It's it's uh, a realm that is qualified and characterized by this great energy of love, and so it is uh, a totally inclusive kind of existence and there is no sense of the separateness or uh, distinctions between this or that you and me there is a a, a great uh, universality in the realm of the soul and its own the soul is exists on the inner planes of consciousness And it is said that uh, when the soul undertakes incarnation voluntarily (laughs) as a great act of love, that um, it enters into the physical realm and and thereby the limitations of the physical world. And that's where all the distortions and the thinking uh, of the inappropriate thinking uh, enters in. And that's where we have the, the glamours and all the illusions. To come back to your first question, um, what are some of the glamours and illusions that um, demonstrate? Uh, There are a number of them that Alice Bailey has um, identified, and they afflict not only individual human beings, but whole groups and societies, and we could say humanity as a whole. There are no borders that separate the individual from the larger humanity. Only our skin does that on the inner levels, as you say, on the level of the soul, on the level of thought, and even of emotion, we are interconnected. That's both our problem and our salvation. So the sharing of glamour uh, on a group and, in fact, worldwide level is, is a problem, but it also means each of us can contribute to its um, resolution by recognizing these glamours. One of them is the glamour of destiny. And uh, Alice Bailey said this is a glamour that indicates to the one who is controlled by it that he has a very special work to do on earth, that he has been tapped or chosen to fulfill a particular function that makes him unique and special, and he has a destiny to carry out. It feeds pride, which, as Alice Bailey says, has in fact no foundation, but it's hard for the person who's um, driven by this glamour of destiny of a special calling to realize that. Right, and there are a lot of other glamours that we didn't, we don't often think of as glamours. Like well, there's one. <laughs> I wanted to say one word about destiny, and I think mm. this this country. Wouldn't you say that 
America is driven by the glamour of destiny. Too often we think we have a special contribution to give to the world. Maybe we do, but we should be very careful to think that we are called by God to impose our way of life, our Mm -hmm. standards on other societies. That's the problem we're in right now with uh, the dreadful war. It's the imposition of uh, this so-called destiny. Imposition is a good word. And uh, that's where the motive, uh, bad, the wrong motive gets in. That's Mm -hmm. where the distortion creeps in. Excuse me, you were going to say? Uh, No, I was just going to mention some of the Mm -hmm. other... um, Glamours. Glamours that... Alice Bailey mentions and the glamour of duty is another one I think and you'll find this um, particularly in the military the military is rife with duty the call to duty and uh, also uh, because it's put on the uniform and uh, somehow you're entering into a great thought form that's built up by the military about duty to country and all of that so that uh, and that also feeds more pride, and uh, it, it's one of the great glamours that uh, we have to be aware of. Some of the other uh, glamours that Alice Bailey mentions are the glamour of the mind and the belief that it is efficient and capable of solving every problem. Sometimes problems are too big even for the mind, and they require the uh, the soul. They require the spiritual element rather than just relying on the mind and the brain. The glamour of devotion we've talked about, the glamour of personal ambition. Mm -hmm. Really, to sum it all up very briefly, Alice Bailey said, how can the world glamour be dissipated except by those who recognize it for what it is and who've wrestled with it in their daily lives? There's no shame in admitting that one is wrestling with glamour. There's no uh, fault implied. In fact, the realization that one has particular glamours and that one struggles with them is a sign of progress because it shows some awareness, some capacity to be an observer of one's life. And the observer is the soul. So... The more that we can recognize glamours and illusions as they work out in our lives, the more we can contribute to world salvage. And the three basic signs of glamour to remind us all are pride, criticism, and suspicion. Those give one a lot to think about. And when we see those cropping up in our thinking and attitudes, we can recognize we have some work to do. Alice Bay said, be not discouraged by this glamorous weakness, but regard your effort to understand the problem as a contribution which you can make to this most stupendous of world problems. Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Publishing Company. And that's the Alice Bailey book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. It's available for $19, free shipping and handling, if you mention that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. Just a little note. So send check or money order. Ask for Ponder on This, $19, to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. 
Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your A.C. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your A.C. unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, oh, oh.